0: Welcome to the Money & Coffee Show, where we discuss different topics and how to live financially healthy. If we can live financially healthy, so can you. My name is Melvin. And I'm Pedro. Today's
1: big question is, am I ready to move out? It's a hard question to answer because everyone is in a different situation. We are all at different points of our lives. We might want to move out because your parents are getting pressure on you or putting pressure on you. You want to go to school. You want to get away from a situation. You want more freedom. You want to live with a boyfriend, girlfriend, or significant other. Whatever the case is, we understand it because we've been there.
0: Yeah, and according to the U.S. Census Bureau, around 34.5% of young adults between the ages of 18 and 34 lived with their parents in 2017. And I know that majority of the people that live with their parents are saving money while they're enrolled in school. And that's a legitimate reason. And that's actually a smart reason. It's a smart reason. You're saving money while you're in school. I mean, you know, that's actually pretty smart.
1: Yeah. Um, When we moved out, we bought a house. We thought that renting was a bad thing. We were watching a movie and uh we were driving home to our parents' house and we was like, you know what, Movin Let's move out. Yeah. And and we was like, But oh, we don't want to rent.
0: Right. Yeah. We it wanted. was just like kinda let's buy a house. Let's just buy a house. <laughs> let's buy a house.
1: Next day we started looking.
0: Next day we started looking, yep.
1: But in reality, renting is not that bad because you don't have the responsibility. For paying so much other expenses that you didn't understand of you can pay property taxes. If something breaks or, you know, like a pipe burst, you have to pay for that out of pocket because nobody's gonna pay for it
0: because it's it's not, all on you. It's all on it's you. On, it's your responsibility. I mean, when you when you buy a house too, it's such a exhausting long process. It is. We purchased our house in 2013. To- Thirteen, right? yeah, yeah, thirteen. So thirteen, and I mean houses. The housing market was a lot cheaper back then. Yeah, this was in North Carolina, yeah. Charlotte, to be specific. Yep. And I was, I think, I was twenty three. You were twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. And we thought, we were thinking as with the uh, with the thought of if we buy a house. We will be investing. We won't be throwing our, our money, money away. Exactly. And we always
1: grew up hearing renting is bad. Right. That's that's the, That was our mindset.
0: So Like was, renting is just the waiting room to buy a house. To buy a house. Exactly.
1: You had to go through it. So it was like, let's just skip that whole step and let's buy a house. And um, we did. We did. Um, you know, it's easier to convince yourself to move out. Rather than to save and prepare to move out, and let me explain. Yeah, let me explain. Because if you want to have your own space, you want more freedom. That's basically a lot of reasons why people want to move out. They want freedom, um, and you don't want to live under somebody else's rules. You want to live at uh, on your own rules. Of course, yeah, um, that gets old exactly. And you think that you can afford the rent and the mortgage but doesn't mean you should move out because you should have a plan and it's harder to have a plan and an exit strategy to place in a place because it will take you longer. It'll take more patience. It'll take more work. So in six months to a year, you should devise a plan to have it lasts you or make a plan to move out in six to one year versus moving out in one to two months because it takes you, it's harder to make a plan um, for a long term than a short term. If you're just doing it out of the whim just to move out, then you're not going to be very successful because you don't have a plan.
0: Right. That's, That's true. Hey, let me ask you this. Is moving out and living on your own at a young age, as a young adult,
1: mm-hmm.
0: all it's cracked out to be because, this is why I ask, because there's a lot of, I think there's a general belief that once you move out from your parents and you live on your own, that now you're independent and now you have all this freedom. So my question to you is, is that freedom worth it or would you do you think that it's better to to wait, and and to kind of appreciate living yeah. with your parents.
1: I think that I have two answers to that. My first answer is my younger self would would want the freedom, would want to move out. Yeah, I didn't want to hear that all oh, the negative. I wanted to just to hear the positive. Yeah, um, the 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 older wiser me. Values, I should have stayed at parents' house a little bit longer Yeah. versus what I am. For two reasons. The food, (laughs) and I got to save a little bit more money. Because mom's cooking... Untouchable. Untouchable. And it was very underrated or, you know, unappreciated, I should say. Yeah,
0: we did take it for granted.
1: Take it for granted.
0: And... That's that's a good answer. Don't and get me wrong, my wife true. is a
1: good cook, but she wasn't always living with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't move out, get married right away, and have yeah. my wife because she is an amazing cook as well. But at the time, we're saying like her food was yeah, untouchable, exactly. And and like I said, there's a general belief, and I think that's what we want to clarify in this episode is you need to look at the overall picture versus your dream. Yeah. or what you imagine moving out would be like. So, I know for example, a lot of people obviously rent is cheaper different parts of the country. Yeah. So, in various parts of the country, people are able to move out by themselves, no issues. But there's also California, there's New York, New Jersey, yeah, Chicago, and, and those places typically have the higher rent. It's like, I mean, it's so expensive that you're going to need possibly a roommate just to, yeah, just to make it by if, if you are to move out by yourself. And that brings up the the roommates. Are they responsive? Like if you're going to move in with roommates, I mean, there's so many things to consider because it's you are now responsible along with other people yeah. on your living situation. Yeah. That's pretty serious Yeah, because you could be moving in with some buddies, but are they responsible? Do they have the same
1: values as you? Yeah. Because the thing is, when you move in with a roommate, you may know that person on the surface and what they post on social media, but you really don't know that person until you literally move in with them. Yeah. Because- they might not clean them up, clean up after themselves. Yeah, they might be playing music at two o'clock in the morning. You're trying to go to sleep. Yep. A lot of they might be bringing random people that you don't know, and you have valuable stuff in your room that are in a part of your house. Ooh, yeah. You know, it's a lot of things that you can you can mess up on if you don't plan for it. And understand who you're moving in with.
0: Yeah, your mom and dad might be taking care of that ring you get in a toilet. (laughs) But then when you move out, it's like, who's responsible for cleaning? You know what I mean? And and that's the other thing, too. You need to, if you're going to move in with roommates, you need to clarify the roles. You know, like you can't go in there assuming they're going to do all the cleaning or you're going to split up all the cleaning because... I mean, even though it might sound fair, it might not be logical in their brain.
1: Exactly. They're like, we have different schedules. I get home late. You get home early. You should, you should be the one cleaning. Um, it has a lot to do with it, man, uh, um, especially with a roommate. Because in those places that are very expensive, um, you're definitely going to need a roommate. Just because of it depends on how much you make in a, in a job and stuff like that and whatever you think you can afford. Um, that's why you need a plan because, um, if you can't write a budget, you shouldn't move out yet. You should, you should consider yourself writing a budget and do you stick to that budget? I agree. Because if you don't stick to that budget, you can write a budget all day long. Um, but if you don't take action on that budget and to get better at managing the way you spend your money, um, then, then how, how are you going to be able to manage all the other expenses that come with moving out.
0: Speaking of expenses, I want to just go over a few. Um, number one being the rent. That's going to be the the big one right there. Utilities. You know, some apartments come with utilities yeah. included. I know when I lived in this one apartment in California, the water, sewer, trash were all included in the rent. Which was nice. Wow, yeah.
1: And Charlotte's getting a little bit harder, but they're out there. It's just you got to look for them.
0: Yeah, you got to look for them. Yeah, and just kind of like budget budget yourself out. Yeah. And if if you don't know how much utilities is going to cost, you can actually talk to a landlord and ask what what the average is. Yeah. Or call the um, the light company. Yeah. And they'll actually tell you what the average uh, cost is for utilities.
1: And you can lower those, too.
0: But the food, the <laughs> underrated food, I mean, it's expensive to eat. You're going to have to learn how to eat at home yeah. because it does add up if you eat out, for sure. Kind of like what we talked about in the other episode about eating out and yeah. the portions and that sort of thing. Yeah. On our Living on 25K episode. And what um, Or, one, you,
1: or sorry. Or you can move in with somebody that knows how to cook.
0: There you go. Home. That's true. And that is willing to cook. That's willing to cook. You could have, cook. you know... I, I,
1: Cooking's not fun for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's definitely not fun. I will
1: cook me a Pop-Tart all day long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I actually don't mind cooking. I've, I've cooked more in the past recent years than I have in my entire life. And... I like that it's kind of, kind of like soothing, kind of calming, you know, oh, you kind of get to you. be creative Yeah. and um, I'm pretty good at following the instructions, but sometimes you have to improvise and, yeah. you know, I feel a sense of accomplishment once I finish. I got
1: you. Yep. I'll give it another try. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was what I highly recommend which is rental insurance, I think that it's something that's overlooked by a lot of people who rent. And I mean, if you're going in buying a house, then that's home insurance, but rental insurance actually covers your personal property. And it's a lot cheaper than I think people realize. This isn't a commercial or anything. I'm not sponsored, but I just want to say that On average, like according to PolicyGenius.com, and I can back this up, the average cost for rental insurance is only sixteen bucks a month, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: it's so if you look at it as a one hundred ninety-two dollars a year. What I like to do is I like to just pay for the year and not have to worry about it. The monthly payments, just pay that up front, and it's usually for twenty-five thousand dollars in personal property coverage. So it's actually covered by a lot of different. I mean, theft, you've got, you know, something burns, something burns, some water Diamond, pipe yeah. bursts, yeah. and stuff like that. And you're probably thinking, well, that would have to be the responsibility of the apartment complex or the apartments or the landlord. But in reality, there's so many things in the small letters of disclaimers. Basically, anything that's property of the apartment. So, like, if you didn't bring that stove in there, then that'll be covered and replaced. But as far as your personal property, then that's where your rental insurance kicks in.
1: Yeah. Man, that's... What is that? Like, a medium... Less than a medium pizza? Small pizza? Probably $16?
0: Yeah. It's totally worth it, bro. Man, I tell you. Totally worth yeah. it. Yeah. You need to have it. The, for you sure.
1: And, and you know, God forbid nothing happens. Something happens. Um, But... Just in case if something happens, you have that peace of mind that hey, only sixteen dollars is gonna cover pretty much all of this, yeah, I would do it for sure exactly um so uh a lot of you know if if I do plan to move out, I always ask myself, hey, do I have a job that is not paying me minimum wage, do I have any debt um do I have an emergency fund? I always say with moving now or doing anything with financial, it's always going to cost more and it's always going to take longer than you think. Because when we bought our house, man, you know how many papers we had to sign?
0: Oh. <laughs> man. And then once you sign the papers and send them in paperwork, email, all that <laughs> stuff, then they're like, when they get back to you, they're like, oh, we're going to need this information again because the time expired. Like we need the last 30 days of, for example, your bank statements yeah. and and this and that. And it just, it kind of drags out to be and such a long process. Then you
1: have to re-sign all the other paperwork that you signed again. <laughs> <I don't know.
0: laughs> yeah. It's more common than I thought it was because apparently it happens to yeah. quite a bit of people.
1: It does. It does. And it, 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 anything in your bank account? They're gonna be like, what's this for? This here for. Um, that's where they're gonna they're just checking if you have your financial in shape.
0: Yeah, because they are lending you thousands of dollars and they just wanna make sure that you're gonna be able to basically paying, paying pay them. them on time. Yeah, yeah, pay them on time. Exactly.
1: And another big thing is um if you're planning a movie now, I wouldn't during do it during the holiday season. Because Why is that? Um, because if you move out, um, you're not planning, you just want to move out. You know, Christmas, Christmas happens every single day uh, or not every single day, (laughs) every single year on the same day, (laughs) man, I'll be broke. (laughs) Oh man, I'll be broke. Nah, but, um, you know, a holiday gift, let me just say this, doesn't require a high price tag you don't have to spend a hundred thousand or thousands of dollars on people's gifts you could just give something from the heart something that really matters and it shows that you actually care about the person then hey by all means you know price whatever it is that you want to price buy whatever you want to buy but my thing is if you're going to move out during the holiday season make sure that you have a plan for all your expenses what your gifts are write them all down price them all, buy them in advance. That way, when you move out, you don't have unexpected turn of events where you meet someone and then you're like, man, I got to buy them this and I want to buy them this, but I have to pay rent. And then you become into where in a battle in your head of, man, do I have enough money to pay for my rent? You could get evicted.
0: Yeah, and, and if you're not prepared, this is the thing too. If you're not prepared... This could have repercussions that will affect you later on in life. Yeah, yeah, because that's going to be on your
1: report. It's going to be in your report. And next time, if if you're renting, but if you're renting, and you get evicted, it's so much harder to rent again. Yeah, it, they're going to look at that. They even ask you, "Have you been evicted before?" Um, you f- you know. It, that's why you always got to have a plan and a budget in place and that's why I avoid first of all holiday season depending on which part of the country you live is cold. Yeah. You don't want to be moving stuff when it's freezing. It's just yeah, it's, it's not it sucks. It's not good. Um but I would refrain from moving in the holiday season just because there's so much going on. Um and
0: we moved my wife and I moved to Phoenix and in- August, at the end of August. It was was so so hot. Hot. Oh, Oh my god! So I would say even like summer. I mean, I know some things are out of control because if you're going back to college, you'll probably move, Mm -hmm. um, move into like a dorm or something like that, but you're still living with your parents. Yeah. Um, But if you're, if you're trying to, also people are trying to move into apartments for college and stuff like that. But I think summer is the highest time where people move out. Yeah. Yeah so i mean it's it's tougher to find a place to live as well it's there's there's a lot more competition
1: the yeah the last time both times i think when we bought the house was in february right am am i wrong
0: yeah when we did the closing was february and we yeah but we started the process the summer before
1: yeah so we moved from that house into the other house that we're at now in february and i think it's the best time honestly too it's uh I mean, I'm not saying it's the best time. Everybody's situation is different. But for me personally, it wasn't that cold. And it wasn't, nothing really was going on. Yeah. So that's why I think that it was the best time to move.
0: So you had time to settle in and it wasn't overwhelming for exactly. you.
1: Exactly. I wasn't sweating going upstairs, bringing down stuff. Um, also, um, you find a lot of people to help you move versus to you you could convince somebody to help you move when it's not as hot outside yeah then or in the holiday season where it's people are so tied up with they got to do this they got to do that so it's easier you don't have to pay a mover you know yeah a bunch of money that your friends and you know family can actually help you move and you know you could convince them it's not that hot outside and only got a little <laughs> bit of stuff
0: You're like, hey, can you help me move? And and then your friend is like, oh, man, I can't this weekend. I'm helping another friend move. (laughs) Or something like, I'm your friend. Help me. (laughs) For real. And, you know, it gets to being busy. If you do it, like, in an off season as well, um, there's more tendency. There's there's more of a tendency to have specials as well for apartments. Like, you've seen those, like, uh, we'll. You will um, waive the application fee or move-in special or, yeah. you know, you'll get like apartments for lower than the rate. But I know that at yeah. summer, during the summer, they're at their peak. Exactly. Yeah, they are.
1: Um, I mean, but it all depends on whatever situation it is that you, you, you're you in and um, what you can afford. Yeah. So. Um,
0: and that goes back to the budget. You, do, you run a budget and that's going to tell you how much you can afford yeah. or what you can afford.
1: Exactly. Especially if, if you're going to school. You know, um, there's some places, I know in Charlotte, uptown Charlotte or around university area, they, have, they, they jack up the prices during the summertime because they know that kids are moving in. Um, and they lower them, you know, the slow season. So... I would stay away from that too. If there's like a big school around there, I would, depending on where you're going or what you're moving out for, I wouldn't, I would stay away from university areas.
0: Yeah. Also, do research big time. Research on where you're moving in. Like, it was so hard for my wife and I to find an apartment because In Southern California, because a lot of the reviews were so mixed. Um, But here's the thing. Okay. When you live in an apartment, you will always... You have to consider the fact that you will always live with different people. And people move in, people move out. And there's different experiences with different people. People live different. Like, I know that I live different from a lot of my neighbors, some people think it's okay to play, to blast music till 11. Some people think it's not. Some people, uh, I think, have more guests than other people. Some Some people want quiet. Some people wear rocks in their boots, stomping on the floors. (laughs) Exactly. Some people travel a lot. So it's just, you have so many different people. So it is hard to find an apartment that has really persistent, great reviews. They're out there, but the majority, I think the things that you can control is management. Yeah. So if you you look, if you find a place that they're praising the management, however, you'll find a one-star or two-star review because of a neighbor, then that's a good indication. That's a good thumb, thumb, thumb rule that will tell you that this place is decent because the management, are they going to be there for you? Yeah. Are they going to react to the issues? Are they going to fix issues? Does maintenance fix issues in a timely manner? Because those are the things that you want to look for because neighbors will come and go. I'm telling you, they move in, they move out. You might have peace and quiet at first, and then you might have noisy neighbors that come in within two months you just don't know yeah but as long as the management and the maintenance is consistent and the the place is clean then and safe and safe yeah that's the other thing too yeah, yeah. make yeah. sure it's safe safe yeah yeah
1: but i mean just make sure like for me when i was looking i never moved into an apartment i did look for apartments at one point because i was like well we got to find a place to stay um after i sold the house and we was like man we we were looking at so much different apartment complexes and all of them were really good they were trying to get my sale but when you go online you see so much mixed review like you were saying and we was like nah this place not for us it, it changes your mindset a little bit when you when you're listening to so much people talk about so much negative things about what you're looking for. um, But th- that's a good point about the management because, um, you know, my wife works in management as well. And you can tell for the apartments. difference. Yes. For apartments. Yeah. So you can tell the difference between a good manager and a b- bad manager. As soon as you walk in the door, mm-hmm. I've been to, I've been to, you know, um, a couple of them, and some of them don't even stand up or say hello or they'll be right with you. Um, they'll just ignore you until they're done with whatever it is that they're doing on the phone or whatever, and then they'll come talk to you. But you can tell right away the vibe of the place before you move in.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. I have felt that because when we are looking for apartments in Southern California, my wife and I, there was some places that just – I mean, if they're not going to treat you right when you're looking to move in there, I mean, that's a pretty good yes. indication.
1: Yeah, man. And and two, this is if you're moving into a neighborhood.
0: You should go there
1: three times a day. In the morning. Oh, yeah. In the afternoon. And at nighttime. You'll see some different stuff.
0: And on the weekend. And on the go weekend. On a, go, okay, go on a Saturday night or a Friday night and... Check out the vibes.
1: Check out the vibes. I drive into neighborhoods, I'm like, I would not live here. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's just
0: how I just wouldn't.
1: Just because of the vibe of the place, like, you can tell. Trust your instinct. Yeah. It's like, nah, let's just go to another one. And they're not bad houses. It's just, you can tell that the vibe of it is just, you know, the mailman's already mad. I'm like, why? (laughs) I'm like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. (laughs) But... Yeah, it's just different things.
0: So... Yeah. So, anyways, um, one other thing I did want to say is that consider your present problem. Like, living with your parents might be less of a hassle than going out, living by yourself, being broke, and your landlord expecting that check. So... I know that's that sometimes like if you're especially if you're a little bit on the older side of a young adult category, age group, then you're not really home that much because you have a life and you go to work or you're going to school. So you're not really home that much. So for those situations, you kind of have to weigh them out and see how you feel and just taking the points that we touched on today. You know, consider what you can afford, your budget and everything that we talked about, and then make the most educated decision that you feel best f- fits your present situation and your future situation as well. Yeah. But hope that helped you guys out and answered your question. Am I ready to move out? Thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to follow us on Instagram at money and coffee. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, Money and Coffee. My name is Melvin once again.
1: And I'm Pedro. You guys have a good
0: day. Peace. Peace.